You are listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. We typically want every matter of faith in life to have crystal clear answers, but it isn't always that easy. Recorded on the Boggy Bayou of Niceville, Florida, and hosted by James Ross and Justin Wyatt, pastors at Church on Bayshore, this podcast dives into how to help Christians think with a kingdom mentality about topics that sometimes get muddy and bog us down. So let's dive in. Hey, and welcome to Boggy Talk. We hope that you had a great Christmas celebration and are looking forward to a great new year. So a little early, Happy New Year. Hope uh, you're doing well. And uh, this is kind of that that time of year. It's kind of like everything is a little slower this week between Christmas and New Year's, which is very, very nice. Did you guys have a good Christmas? Yeah. And as we shared with you last week, we're off the grid during this time. So we're actually recording this before Christmas. So when I say, did you have a good Christmas? We're well, assuming yes. Of course I had a great Christmas. It was the best Justin. ever. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> well, uh, this week we wanted to just to wrap up our our series on holidays, uh, really coming to the end of 2020, which no one, if you asked everyone January 1st of 2020, hey, what do you want to accomplish this year? What do you think this year is going to be like? (laughs) I guarantee you no one was prepared for what's to come. So we talk about what we're talking about today with a lot of Lord willing. That's right. And uh, which really that's every day of our lives. That's right. But as we look ahead we also know that we should be looking ahead and thinking, Lord, how can this next year, how can I posture myself and look ahead to really make this year count for the yeah. kingdom? So today we're going to just share uh, some looking back on 2020, some some praises, some struggles, and also look ahead at uh, maybe some wise practices for setting goals for the new mm. year. So mm. why don't you start us off 2020 praises, thankfulness, struggles, you go ahead. Am I starting with the three praises? Sure. Well, yeah. So uh, the number one would be, and if you're part of our church and you were here on Sunday, then uh, I was able to baptize my son, Cameron. Yeah. And uh, God has been working on him, you know, for the past couple of years. But this year we were really able to have a lot of intentional conversations and see fruit that he's a believer. And so as a profession of faith, he got baptized. And so, um, you know, that's got to be my biggest one. I would say that God is out also at work in the lives of my other children. Um, and I think, you know, we've had more opportunities to have some conversations this year, which I rejoice in. I also think, um, you know, for us, we were able to refinance our house. Uh, we When we moved here, you know, we bought a time when interest rates are high and then they went much lower. And so that was, you know, mm-hmm. I, of course it's hard to say, Hey, there's good things about all this that happened, but that was a good thing. And it's allowed us to be in a position where we can be more generous and uh, make more investments in our future. And so I'm so thankful for that. And then I really think that I have learned more about being content in 2020 than I probably ever have. Uh, because so many things that I wanted to do, <laughs> I canceled so many hotel reservations. <laughs> I, you know, from tr- from church work trips, um, there were some things that I, opportunities I had this year, like I was speaking at something that I was excited about, and none of that happened. Yeah. Um, but really, you know, just God is good, and He has just taught me even more to be still. 
and know that he is God. So those are my praises. Why don't you share your praises and then I'll I'll get to the bad news. Yeah. <laughs> the bad news. Don't don't I think too I think just looking back and seeing uh, just in general God's faithfulness, you know, to us uh in our family um just seeing growth in, yeah. in many ways in our kids, uh just excited uh, to see really the Holy Spirit working in them, uh, bearing Amen. fruit already. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. You know, I think I, I don't want to miss those moments. And, and I think, you know, we had a lot of together time this year as a family, which, uh, you know, everyone else did too, yeah. which is also a struggle. Uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah. But to see, like, to see God working in each of them, um, it's just been really, it's been really great. Yeah. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for what God has done here in our church. Uh, just even amidst, um, you know, having to close things, the services down. And I'm really this, a big praise for me this year is just seeing people, uh, many people in our church, mm -hmm. uh, just give sacrificially of mm -hmm. their time. Uh, I think specifically in worship and media ministry, we just have some men and women who just gave and gave and gave themselves because they love Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I think in ministry, a lot of times it can be discouraging sometimes. Uh, there's, there's different seasons where things, but I was so just incredibly encouraged, not just encouraged, but energized yeah. by our volunteers this year and those who just love the Lord. Uh, that has been incredible to see. Um, and then, and the two then how our, even though as some of our, our mission trips were canceled uh, because of, of COVID, still how we were able, or God was able to provide ways for us to engage as a church um, overseas and in the community. I just, God is incredibly faithful. He is. Yeah. Um, and then another one is just, uh, I think it's been a hard year. However, I think that just relationally mm -hmm. uh, in our family, myself and Christy, we're just uh, in a, in a, in a sweet spot, even in the hard stuff. Mm. And I'm mm. thankful to the Lord for that because it's not because either one of us, I mean, she's, I was going to say, it's not because either one of us are awesome. She is, but it's not because of me. It's because God's just faithful in that. So I think if we look to God as Christians, if we survive whatever it is we're going to go through, right? we would not, I think false teaching says we're always going to survive. It's not true. We right. die sometimes. <laughs> like, you know, but if we survive it, we're going to thrive through it. Right. You know, and that's always true. And then that ultimately is a shadow of eternity because we are going to survive death, you mm -hmm. know, and we thrive in eternity with Christ. And so I, I think that, you know, what you're saying and what I'm trying to say is I just feel like God has thrived in our church and our family yeah. through this. So it's been a blessing. Um, you know, I, I will say that struggles, you know, one would be, you know, I, I am struggling with how to lead our church. Um, to be more intentional. Um, you know, a lot of our people, my, my, I have areas to grow here too, just don't, even in 2020, just don't value the reality of heaven and hell, the reality of relationships and, mm. and brokenness, and aren't orienting their lives around the mission of God. And it's been, so at a church plant, people leave all the time. So, you know, I was a church planner before this, but the people who stuck around for the most part got that we need to be living our lives to, to reach people for Christ because we love Christ. Mm -hmm. um, but in an established church, not everybody's there for that reason. And it has been more difficult than I thought to lead our church and, and even some of our leaders to place that as a high priority. And so, you know, I hope that, um, well, that gets into goals for next year. Um, 
I think personally, we have struggled with having close friendships. Um, we do have friends, but, you know, in the past, um, and I think it's part of it's Niceville, and, you know, maybe maybe we can do a whole uh, a podcast on this, yeah. but, you know, yeah. um, we just don't have the same level of closeness with as many people as we once did in our life. Part of it's also our season of life, you know, but I think that, um, you know, not to be all sad, but like, I just don't have a lot of close friendships like I used to in my life. And so that's been a struggle and something, you know, I'm evaluating myself with and all that as well. And then I think ultimately how slow things were this year made me realize how busy I am and how fast time is going and how hard it is for me to make, you know, a priority, things a priority that should be a priority and I don't just mean like, oh, I neglect, like legitimately just how incredibly difficult it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so I think, you know, those are my three struggles, leading our church to be, you know, more intentional. And 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 I'll say this too. I, I think this isn't really a personal struggle, but it's sad, it's, it is sad the people who've kind of withdrawn from church. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not just our church, but like. Oh, yeah. Many churches have yeah, experienced, all churches are experiencing right, this. 25 yeah. to 33% of people who just. Church is not that important to them. And most of the churches they're giving is the same. So, you know, those are people who probably weren't giving, who weren't serving, who weren't that engaged in community. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're fine, like, as a church. But it just makes me sad for them because, A, out. do they love Jesus, first of all? Mm-hmm. And, B, what, what are going to be the consequences of their life in the next five years and ten years in their marriages and their children? Mm-hmm. Because it isn't that important to them. And all I right. think 2020 has been very revealing. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very revealing. I think for us is a struggle for me personally. It was, um, you know, still busyness in my schedule. Even though things were shut down here, it meant uh, that we had to ramp up a lot of media stuff. And we had a plan this yeah, year. You to, did. <laughs> <laughs> we had a plan this year over the course of 2020. Going into 2020, we had this plan to redo our sound system, to redo our live stream, to redo lighting, to redo that. And then we had to basically everything we were had time for in 2020 to do in stages had to do in about two weeks. Uh, and then constantly learn and constantly change things. And so going back to the incredible volunteers, but then it was also, how do we do this? How do we execute this? How do we do this digitally and shift everything? And so it's, it's made my life much busier uh, with a lot more, um, what's the right word, but a lot of like a lot of detail stuff that I just, it takes a lot of time, a lot of time consuming things. And so I've struggled with having the right margin to give things to bigger picture stuff that I want to. And that over time is just like wears on you. Uh, thankfully God is, is gracious and sustains us, but it's been, that's been a struggle for me. And then your fellow pastor's like, and let's do a and podcast. Let's do this, and, and do this every week. and this and then, and I have another idea. Uh, <laughs> like, but wait, we haven't done the past. But before. I just, I just want to praise you because, mm-hmm. you know, occasionally we, when things aren't progressing, like, you know, I'd like to see them progress. We meet, and and you also share that they're not progressing like you would see them progress. But you're trying to lead your team to you know get there, and it, it, you know things don't happen overnight. And I just think you've done a phenomenal well, job, Justin, God's of leading our church in that area. Gracious in that God is gracious, gracious, gracious. So, um, and I'm thankful for people because they're the our, our people are the ones who make it happen, and their hearts are gold. Uh, well, not really of gold, but you know the spirit of the Lord that's in them. That's a better way. I was going to ask where you got that. It's funny as soon as I said that, I was like, "Oh, let's come up with something more biblical." <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was from a Rachel Hollis book we read. <laughs> Girl, uh, uh, I think 
also just this this year was a struggle for us uh, for I say us because I'm talking about myself and Christy too just mentally emotionally I think a lot of people can identify with this uh, you know with with shifting and doing everything at home with their kids and schooling and for us as a large family that was really hard <laughs> uh, not just because of the numbers but because of you know just needs new rhythm right new too, rhythm yeah. and you yeah. know trying to work from home some and figuring out that's just not going to work and um, and then to add on to that. Um, you know, Christy's dad passing mm-hmm. away last year, it really, like, we, and I think especially her, but myself, you know, is that we just didn't have time to deal with that mm-hmm. the way we would want to because everything in 2020 was urgent, right. you know, and, yeah. and helping our kids be well and helping them succeed. And, you know, we have varying degrees of needs and uh, in, our, in our family. So that was just hard, and we would just be exhausted, you know, and, and so that was, that was just a big challenge. And I think, you know, that's really a mental well-being and emotional. And so that's really mm-hmm. by the, the two biggest struggles, I'll just say there, mm-hmm. mental and emotional well-being. Um, and like I said, you know, God has been incredibly gracious uh, to us. So uh, that's reflecting. So let's look ahead 2021 and goals. And before yeah. we talk about goals, uh, what really are what principles of goals do you have any strategy as you look and like, hey, you know, we can be pie in the sky. You know, I think a lot of people yeah. make great I- resolutions based on right. ideas. And, you know, this is when gyms and health club memberships skyrocket <laughs> is January. Yeah. I don't know if that'll happen now with, with right. COVID still, but, you know, we all that's usually the first thing people think. I'm going to finally start eating right, finally start exercising. But let's talk about goals for 2021 and how do you go about setting goals? Yeah. Well, I think for a while, I, so I'm a very goal-oriented, driven person, you know, in the Enneagram, I'm the achiever, like all those things. I like results. And so, um, but that can be very fleshly. And for a period of my life, I, I went, I overcorrected, I overreacted, and I didn't set any goals mm-hmm. uh, because I felt like the goal should be loving Jesus, you know. Um, Which it should, but yeah, how do you quantify that? Yeah, <laughs> right. And how do you know you're doing that, you know, and um and so I, I like to say, and I say this to our staff and our church, numbers don't end a conversation. They start a conversation. So having goals, you know, n- yeah. n- numerical goals, whatever kind of goals, it's just a starting point for a conversation, you know. And so um, certainly I, I, one of my goals is to be healthier and is every year. And, you know, the older I get, the tougher that is to do. I don't think I'm super unhealthy, but I could stand to lose probably 15 pounds and, um well, so it's after Christmas, so 20 pounds. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, and, and that number on the scale doesn't necessarily quantify health. You know, I mean, right. Tim Tebow and I, for the longest time, <laughs> were the same height and weight, and we looked different. <laughs> um, so, you know, but but they do help me to kind of gauge there. And so um, I, I think that's valuable. I, I, I like to just have goals that help our church to progress towards more fruitfulness, mm-hmm. that help me to be in a healthier place um, as a leader, and that help me to be sure that I'm walking the walk. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, that's really personally health health around me and then um, our, our church. You know, and there's like, you know, things professionally, educationally, those kind of things. So. Yeah, for something I learned a long time ago when I was going through uh, training with the International Mission Board to go overseas. One of the things they taught us about goals was to make goals in four different areas. And for me, it was really, really helpful. And those four areas are to make spiritual goals. Mm -hmm. You know, like, let's say 
I, how, what's your plan to grow yeah. spiritually yeah. this year? How are we, how, you know, I think like a lot I of times read the Bible through this past year chronologically. Yeah. And like goals that, like yeah. that, like read, read, it's a reading plan or I'm going to you know, make a realistic goal because if, if we just say, well, I just want to grow in my I relationship with the Jesus. Lord. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, what Christian wouldn't say that, you know, mm. I think, but what's the plan to do that? So making a plan. Uh, to grow spiritually. And for you, that might be a reading plan in the Bible. It might say, you know what? I'm going to get engaged in a life group or yeah. a community mm-hmm. that I've got to. I know I've got to do it. And and sometimes we just need to like say that out loud or and share that with someone to hold us accountable mm-hmm. to whatever that goal is. So uh, spiritual goals. Uh, next would be— Like in um, Cool Runnings, how he had the Buckingham Palace, a picture of the Buckingham Palace. <laughs> right. He was going to live there it out one day. there. I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's right. So put a, put a more, picture of life More Rachel group. Hollis books there. <laughs> no, <so>. don't. <laughs> You could you could get rid of those safely, yeah. I think. Um, the next are so spiritual goals, and then physical goals to say, okay, I we all should have physical goals, you know, right. and that doesn't that's going to look different for everyone. And for me, it's going to be you know like my regimen of, of, of something maybe I want to accomplish physically this year, whether it's a you know I don't know yet because I haven't decided, but mm-hmm. whether it's a, a running a race or doing something and, and how, but then what am I going to do? To, he just to, said an ultra marathon. Ultra Hold him to it. In ultra marathon. Justin is running an ultra marathon. <laughs> That Christy will say no because yeah, that will training involved. <laughs> that will take so much time. When I was training for a marathon a few years ago. It's like she was like, "Oh, you're going to be gone for how long?" Yeah, when, I, and she rightfully, I mean, she I, was incredibly encouraging, but also yes. like, "All right, have fun with that there. quiet time." <laughs> yeah, I broke my leg two weeks after running my marathon, oh. and I'm pretty sure that was just the answer to Christy's prayer. That was like, <laughs> "You can't do don't that anymore. Do, don't let him do that." No more two-hour training sessions on the Saturday Not your morning. Christy, my Christy's prayer. So, <laughs> so physical goals, so spiritual goals, physical goals, and then intellectual goals. And I think this is an area that we neglect because we just kind of get into a routine. And so whether that's related to uh, work, professional growth, or it's just, hey, I want to learn more about this, or it's I'm going to read biographies, or I'm going to read that I want to grow my knowledge and understanding of the mm. world. Uh, and, and ultimately, that's so I can relate to people better, yeah. you know, not just to become more an interesting mm. person, but so I can just understand the world better. So intellectual goals, you know. That's not, why I read a lot of Wikipedia articles, because <laughs> intellectual right. goals that I have. <laughs> and then social goals. And I think this is uh, maybe an interesting or different, you maybe not have heard of having a social goal, but I think as a Christian, especially, this is important because uh, we We've talked about busyness. We've talked about uh, comparison, and yeah. but saying you know we want to intentionally have other people in our lives, mm-hmm. and this is something. Um, so you don't mean like having more followers on Instagram, right? You I'm mean, not. Oh, I'm okay. not setting a, 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 a. Yeah, I you know I want I want more I want more retweets. Into how do I become an influencer? I don't Are we know. influencers? Because I, I find think, people listen to this. I know. I think become influencers. <laughs> you just pay people to follow you for a little while until your numbers get up. And then, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, or, or that I'm or learning you, intellectually. That or, you, that or you have a famous parent. Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> then you become an influencer. I don't know. You have think, a, you have cool parents. They are they are not are famous, cool but too, they are cool. You know, yeah. They are very cool. Yeah, very supportive. In my book. They are. Yeah, famous in You're your trying eyes. Trying to get them to move like, down. That's here, a Christian you know? song on the radio. Famous in my father's eyes. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> It's true. So back to what I was saying, social goals. Uh, and you know, for us, at the beginning of 2020, before uh, 
COVID happened. This was a goal, and this will probably be our goal this year uh, as well. But you know, we had our when we moved to Niceville, it was a our house was a fixer upper, and so it was always in a constant state of disrepair, and something was broken so that we could fix it and DIY, you know, fixing everything, renovating. And so our house was like ready. We were like, we can start having people over. And then COVID happened and we couldn't, we love to have people over. And so a goal for us in 2020 was, and we couldn't, we failed because, you know, of COVID, but to have people at our house at least once a month to have someone over. And so we will try to find ways to do that in 2021 as a family, but we just believe it's important to have social goals where we're, we're saying that hey, this is God's design. We're called mm-hmm. to be in people's lives and people are called to be in our lives. And we want to be intentional about how we use our time. And I think, you know, for, especially not just with people within the church, but people in the community who maybe don't know the Lord, we yeah. want to be intentional about how we set our time up. So those are four areas of goals that we will, uh, I will set goals for. And then Christy and I, you know, we just kind of, you know, some of those goals we'll set together. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any goals you want to share? Uh, I don't have mine like super specific at time of recording, but I will have them. Yeah, yeah. So um, you failed on that one. But I did. The, uh, <laughs> Fail right there. Uh, so I kind of had a good rhythm of discipleship and relationships, and um, you know, had the privilege of leading a couple guys to the Lord. Chris, you know, my friend Chris Tuckwell and uh, Dave, and um, and kind of twenty twenty discombobulated all that and seasons of life and people being connected to other places. So I really want to have a group of men uh, who I'm walking with. Um, I think I also want to have a group of men who I'm trying to really pour into being leaders. And I just kind of prioritize that. Um, I think also I've mentioned being healthier. That That is our whole family, just making some healthier choices. Um, and then, you know, I, I want to quantify this and we have a leadership retreat coming up in January. Um, you know, how do we get some people in our church to be more committed to the things that matter? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the ask? What are the things that are getting in the way of some of our right. best people? Not that they're better in God's eyes, but most committed people. Mm-hmm. Are, are we busying them up? Just really, how do we get more people committed to making disciples? I think we're doing the series, you know, for the next three months. Yeah, I was going to mention this. Yeah. Uh, Living Scent. And I think, you know, I don't want that to just be three months. I want that to be a movement that begins. Um, and so if you're part of our church or you're listening to this, like, you know, we start that this Sunday. And so I really hope that this begins a movement because we have such great people that love Jesus Man. and are so gifted. And if we would pour our lives out into this community, we could turn it upside down for Christ. I really believe that. Absolutely. I agree with you fully in that. And that's why, uh, you know, as a church, we've, we're starting off, you know, the first three months of our of of 2021 living scent and our, you know, Sunday mornings will be about this. Our life groups will be about this. Just how do we, as people say we are on mission Mm -hmm. and how do we leverage our lives, leverage everything about our lives for the mission of the kingdom of God, you know, and, you know, with this being a a military community, there's constantly people in and out of this community. And we want to say like, while people are here, that we, disciple into this this mentality so that when people go wherever they're going as we go mm-hmm. that that's what great great commission as you go go and make disciples that we are a people who are making disciples and so that as a, a church that's our goal in 2021 is to say you know we want to see more people believe in Jesus belong to God's family become who he's created them to be that's going to happen this this what we hope is is not just a movement of live scent, but a lifestyle of live scent, living scent and being people who, who say like, you know, as we make goals for 2021 and we'll close with this, it's just as you make goals, do it. 
set goals. Uh, overall, are your goals promoting you? Mm. Are they promoting the kingdom? Mm. It's everything about our goals in terms of what, how our spiritual goals, our physical goals, our intellectual goals, our social goals, all fall under this, this, this tent of the kingdom of God. Yeah. And how do how is it pushing me to advance his kingdom? Yeah, like full, full circle, Rachel Hollis. Wash your face. That's fine if that's your goal. <laughs> but why? Why are you washing your face? You know, is yeah. it so that you'll look better? Or is it so that you can be refreshed and do what God's calling you to do? So um, anyway, some people are like, what in the world is he talking about? It's a book you shouldn't read. Yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, another goal is to hear from you on content for this year. We have some plans for January beginning next week. Um, I don't remember what they are right now. That's but okay. You, you'll be hearing about them soon. But, you know, for the rest of the year, if there are things you want us to tackle to get bogged down into, um, let us know. We are happy to do that. Happy to do that. And hey, we would also love to hear maybe some of your goals. So uh, if you don't mind, if you're on social media. He's just going to steal them. That's right, because I need some goals for this year. But comment, say, hey, this is a goal of mine. We would love to hear that because it's just encouraging. And also we can say, hey, how's that goal going? Not to be like, did you do that? But, you know, just to say, hey, how are you doing in that pursuit? So, uh, yeah, let us know what your goals are. uh, And uh, once I have mine, I'll let you know what they are. So with that being said, we want to thank you for tuning in to Boggy Talk. We hope that you are ending 2020 on a strong note. And Please post on his Facebook ball. What are your goals, Justin? Yeah, we want to know. Ask me relentlessly. Yes, starting today. <laughs> Please do. I, I'm, I may just be off social media for a week. So <laughs> I'll have a lot of notifications when I get yeah. back on. So I hope you have a great new year, a great celebration, and we look forward to being with you in 2021. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a beat.